the Archdiocese of Toronto, and the National Catholic Broadcasting Council. Through the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, presents Sunday TV Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Welcome to the celebration of the Sunday televised Mass on the 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time. I am Father Michael Coots. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from Mary Ninehis and family from Stratford, Ontario. This Mass is being offered in memory for Frank Ninehis, dear and loving husband, father, grandfather, and great-grandfather, and for the living and deceased members of the Nienhuis and Temming families, and in thanksgiving for all the blessings received. Our thanks to Mary Nienhuis and her family for the gift of televising this Mass to the faithful of Canada and to our audience all over the world. As we begin this Eucharist, let us ask the Lord the God of mercy and compassion, to forgive us. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. <coughs> you came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us praise God as we say, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Lord God, Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, Take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father, Amen. Let us pray. <coughs> o God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy. For on those you have rescued from the slavery to sin, you bestow eternal gladness through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast, that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious bosom. For thus says the Lord, I will extend prosperity to her like a river and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing stream and you shall nurse and be carried on her arm and dandled on her knees. As a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you. 
You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Your bodies shall flourish like the grass, and it shall be known that the hand of the Lord is with his servants. The word of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Brothers and sisters, may I never boast of anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither circumcision nor uncircumcision is anything, but a new creation is everything. As for those who will follow this rule, peace be upon them, and mercy, and upon the Israel of God. From now on, let no one make trouble for me, for I carry the marks of Jesus branded on my body. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers and sisters. Amen. The word of the Lord.
Be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Lord appointed seventy others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he intended to go. He said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into this into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandal, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this house. And if any, someone of peace is there, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide. For the laborer deserves his wage. Do not move from house to house. Whenever you enter a house and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> the schools are closed. We do not have a proper schedule to work with during these days. It's rather loosey-goosey. But even in that, we want certain amount of order, because when there is order and harmony, we have peace. And peace seems to be the keynote that runs through our three readings today. The people of Israel have been in captivity, and now they have been freed. And with that freedom comes a lot of joy, and they want to do all sorts of things. But the seniors and the elders within the community say there must be some set of order and harmony, and in that way, we will get peace. And Isaiah gives two beautiful examples of peace. One is something that we all relate to and we have seen so very often, a nursing child in its mother's arms. It feels safe. It feels secure. It knows it's going to be nourished. And therefore, there is no stress. And when there is no stress, it is at peace. The second image is the image of a tree at a river. Now, that does not seem to appeal to us too often because we've got trees all over. In Pickering, where I live, I've got a forest of trees, and they are beautiful, they're magnificent. But I don't see the symbolism of this as much as a person who lives in the Holy Land. It's arid, it's dry, and every tree seems to be like a miracle. And therefore, when Isaiah speaks of a tree by a riverside that will bear fruit in all season, people can relate to that security of the tree, the fruitfulness of that tree, and have a sense of, it's going to be all right. 
The same peace was there in the early church. They knew they were persecuted, there were misunderstandings, but Jesus told them, as we will read next week in the Gospel, you will be brought before rulers and princes and governors, but do not be afraid. I will be with you. That security gives them peace. And in the Acts of the Apostles, we hear over and over again, they were brought before the council, they were flogged, they were sent out, but they were filled with joy and peace. That same peace is what Paul wishes to the Galatians. He says, peace be with you. I have had all, all sorts of trouble. And the trouble that was facing the Galatians at that time was there were some Judaizers who insisted that the newcomers, the new concert, the new converts had to be circumcised before they were going to become believers in Christ. And Paul said, that is important. But the problem is that if you take on the right of circumcision, then you will have a double burden put on you. You will have to obey the Torah, the traditions, and all these other things, and then the new commandment that Jesus gives us. And so rather than glorifying in the right of circumcision, he glorifies in the fact that his body imitates the cross and the passion of Jesus Christ. And that is the same peace that Jesus wishes in our gospel today. We are told that he sends out 70 people, 70 of his disciples. Now, many scholars think that this sending out of the apostles, 70 of them, or in some cases, 72, took place between the resurrection and the ascension, and it seems to make sense. Jesus has risen from the dead. He has to send these men out to tell people that the kingdom of God is very near to you. And so he sends them out in pairs. Whether it took place between the resurrection and ascension or was retrojected into the public life of Jesus, it really is immaterial. What really is important are the two things that Jesus seems to insist on. One is there's a sense of urgency. There's no time to say goodbye and farewell and even to mourn for a relative. You are to go out and proclaim the good news. And the second sense is a sense of detachment. No purse, no haversack, no extra tunic. I wonder how many of us can manage today. No laptop, no cell phone, no uh, credit card, no travel insurance. Some of us might be just paralyzed without that. And that is precisely what Jesus is trying to tell us. We do not need all these gimmicks. They can help us, but it is not really, really important. And so these people go out on this mission. It is not a mission that the disciples choose for themselves. It is not one that are mandated by the faith community. It is not even those that are sent out by the, ch the church, but rather the initiative is purely from God. Jesus will send them out and Jesus will also back them up. He will be behind every one of them. Wherever you go, I will be there until the end of time. And that gives us peace. That also gives us a sense of security, a sense of safety when things that happen, as Paul says in the letter of Galatians, there was trouble all around me. It is with that hope that we carry on 
enjoying our life as Christians and believers, and also to proclaim the good news. God bless you all. Would you join me now as we make our act of faith? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He ascended on and is seated at the right hand. He will come the right hand of Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. And so we bring our prayers before God. We make these prayers in peace for all missionaries who go forth, for the Pope, for the bishops, for our leaders and pastors within our community, that they may be good shepherds. We pray to the Lord. Lord hear our for all those in our daily televised mass community prayer book, as they ask us to pray for them, for all this, for all this community, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our for those who feel isolated and alone, may God calm their fears and lead them to peace. We pray to the Lord. Lord for our sponsor from Stratford, Ontario, we pray to the Lord. Lord Loving God, we thank you for the gifts that you have given us and continue to give us day by day through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that this our sacrifice be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May this oblation dedicated to your name purify us, O Lord, and day by day bring our conduct closer to the life of heaven. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Come up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, most holy, holy Father, almighty and eternal God, 
through Christ our Lord. For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, Jesus humbled himself and was born of the Virgin Mary. By the passion of the cross, he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead, he gave us life eternal. And so with the angels and archangels and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving you thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. Once more giving thanks, he gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Thomas, our Bishop, the bishops across Canada, and all the clergy and this entire people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, his spouse, with the blessed apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. <coughs> through him, with him, and in him, 
O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, Look not on our sins, but on the faith of this year church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us share with one another a sign of this peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us all to everlasting life. Amen. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen.
Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that having been replenished by such great gifts, we may gain the prize of salvation and never cease to praise you through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has been celebrated. Go in the peace of Christ to love and serve the Lord and one another. Thanks. Thanks to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.